I'm Virginia Allen, and this is the Daily Signal Top News for Tuesday, November 28th. Here are today's headlines. Hunter Biden announced on Tuesday that he's willing to publicly testify at a House Oversight and Accountability Committee meeting. The committee sought a closed-door deposition on December 13th. However, Biden's attorney, Abe Lowell, said his client didn't trust the committee chairman and Kentucky Republican James Comer to give an honest account of the hearing. That is why he is requesting the public hearing. Comer responded to Hunter's request in a statement saying that this is an attempt by the president's son to play by different rules than everybody else. He also said the committee expects him to appear before the closed-door hearing in addition to public testimony. The House has been investigating Hunter's father, President Joe Biden, for charges of corruption and influence peddling while he was President Barack Obama's vice president. Republicans on the Judiciary Committee and the House Ways and Means Committee have also been investigating the president and his family as part of a general impeachment inquiry. The White House has denied any wrongdoing, and they have called the investigation harassment of the president. The Israel Defense Force will continue to wage war on Hamas once the temporary ceasefire has expired. That is according to Israel's Army Chief of Staff, Lieutenant General Heltzahav Levy. The Lieutenant General said on Tuesday that, according to Fox News reports, that the safe release of Israeli hostages from Hamas was a priority. A fifth group of hostages was released today that included 10 Israeli citizens and two foreigners. The hostages released today range in age from 17 to 85. Eleven hostages were released yesterday and an estimated nine Americans are still being held hostage by Hamas. Havlevi said that the negotiations have so far led to the release of 76 hostages, but that there are still more Israeli citizens in the hands of Hamas and other terrorist groups in Gaza. Israel has released 150 Palestinian prisoners in exchange for the release of the hostages. Under the current agreement, Israel is releasing 30 Palestinian prisoners for every 10 hostages released. Israel has also agreed to extend the ceasefire one day for every 10 hostages released. But the Wall Street Journal is reporting that those heading the negotiations between Israel and Hamas are advocating for a long-term ceasefire. Officials in Egypt and Qatar are seeking to broker a negotiation for a permanent ceasefire. But the IDF military chief has said that the Israel Defense Force is fully prepared to continue military operations after the ceasefire and that the military has used the pause in fighting to increase their readiness and operational planning. The negotiations are ongoing, but the journal reports that a long-term ceasefire would likely require Israel and Hamas to make very hard-to-swallow concessions. Those concessions might include the release of Israeli soldiers for thousands of Palestinian prisoners in Israeli jails. And Israel would likely have to stop its offensive in southern Gaza aimed at dismantling Hamas. And Hamas might have to agree to demilitarization. Because Israeli officials have made it clear that their end game in the war is to eliminate Hamas's leadership and eliminate the threat of Hamas, 
the likelihood of any permanent ceasefire right now does remain low. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee announced new legislation on Tuesday to expand school choice in his state to 20,000 more students next year, with plans to make a pilot program's scholarship available statewide in 2025. This is according to reports from The Daily Signal's Tony Kinnett. In a statement to The Daily Signal before making his scheduled announcement about offering more education savings accounts, Lee said he believes Tennessee has made great strides in education, but there is more work to do. Lee's move follows that of fellow Republican and Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who in March signed into law a bill providing universal school choice in her state. If the legislature advances Lee's proposed legislation in the next session, Tennessee could join the growing list of states that have expanded school choice opportunities in the past few years. Among them are Arkansas, Arizona, Iowa, Utah, and West Virginia. The Heritage Foundation ranks Tennessee as seventh in the nation overall on its Education Freedom Report card, while the state's Education Choice rank sits at 17. Well, the White House is decked out for Christmas, but this year, the Bidens abandoned hanging Christmas stockings for their grandchildren over the mantle in the state dining room. The move comes a few months after the Bidens finally publicly acknowledged the existence of their son's out-of-wedlock daughter, Navy Roberts, as their seventh grandchild. Navy, who is five years old, did not get a stocking in front of the fireplace in the Bidens' previous two years in the White House. News outlets such as the Daily Signal reported on the Bidens' choice to leave their granddaughter Navy off the stocking Christmas list at the White House. The White House said in a statement that the reason for the change is that Joe and Jill Biden will spend Christmas at Camp David rather than the White House and the stockings will be hung there. They did not say if Navy will be added to the list and get a stocking this year. But with that, that is going to do it for today's episode of the Daily Signal Top News. Thanks for being with us. If you haven't had a chance, make sure that you check out our morning show. Every morning, we bring you an interview with a lawmaker, a conservative activist, an expert to talk about an issue currently in the news and on the minds of Americans. Tomorrow morning, I am sitting down with Baroness Cox to discuss her humanitarian work and why she, as having served in the House of Lords, is so passionate about reaching the war-torn areas of our world that often the government doesn't have access to. Also, make sure that you subscribe to The Daily Signal wherever you like to listen to podcasts and help us reach more listeners by leaving a five-star rating and review. Have a great evening. We will see you right back here tomorrow morning. The Daily Signal podcast is brought to you by more than half a million members of the Heritage Foundation. Executive producers are Rob Bluey and Kate Trinko. Producers are Virginia Allen and Samantha Asheris. Sound designed by Lauren Evans, Mark Guiney, and John Pop. To learn more, please visit DailySignal.com.